so they don't me that you're recording the call. I will make sure to <laughs> keep my tits in. Uh, you finally did it back to me. Welcome to TMI Tuesday, Alex. Hello. Hello. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. What did I do back to you? Yeah, yeah. We talked at the same time when I was trying to do the intro, but I didn't give you any warning. Oh, okay. Um, I, the warning was that I started recording, but whatever. I wanted to welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome you yeah. to. <laughs> this is going great. I wanted to welcome you to this new club that I think that you're still a part of. You might not be, um, but I heard last time we spoke that you were doing the gluten free thing. I am one gluten-free mother effer. You're uh, still doing it. I am. Well, so I, like a, six months ago-ish, uh, I was doing like a sleep study and yada yada. I took an allergy test because of it to like see if, I don't know, like my nose sucked. So like I took an allergy test. I just said and, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it came back. It came back. Yes. Dear Alex, your nose sucks. Sincerely, doctor. Uh, but it said I, was, it, I had a weed allergy and I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird because I've been eating wheat my whole life. So I'm like, all right, I'll do like another one. So I did one of those send away in the mail ones where you like prick your finger and like bleed mm -hmm. on a card. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're you're like very allergic to gluten. So, oh, uh, so you so the doctor did one like a real one. I just the mail in ones. I did one of those, too. They said I was um, allergic to like a certain type of wheat, which I was like, how the fuck would I know what kind of wheat is in anything? Oh, really? Yeah. But um, I just assumed it was kind of like a bullshit test, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what the you know, like how accurate they are. I just figured since it agreed with the one that the doctor gave the doctor, gave one of those like things where they put like a grid on your arm and they like scratch yeah. you with the stuff. So, yeah, I've been gluten free for like. I don't know. Some like let's just say six months, four months, some some amount of months. Some amount of months. Yeah. How's and going? I gotta tell you, uh, gluten-free kind of blows. Yeah, no, it takes a long time to get used to. And you're always the pain in the ass. And you always have to ask everyone when they make stuff, what the fuck's in it. And yeah. it's, um, you find out that actually gluten's in like everything that you never thought it would be in. I, I've gotten to the point now where I know it doesn't hurt me that badly. That like, I'm not eating like wheat, but like, uh, you know, like if there's a sauce on something that I'm pretty sure there's some gluten in, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't care. Or like I had sushi somewhat recently that I tasted that they put um, soy sauce like, you know, under the roll. You know, mm. sometimes they do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. You know, it doesn't really matter that much. Or like um, I had some barbecue wings that were that had a uh, barbecue sauce on. And I'm like, I'm sure there's some gluten in there. But Probably. Like, I, I think that's fine, like because I'm not freaking out over it. Um you know, there's no no major signs of it. But yeah, for the most part, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, 99% gluten free. I'm in the same boat where I'm starting to like, I'm like, well, I can have regular soy sauce. And well, it's yeah. that big of a deal. And I haven't had any major issues yet. So that's good. Um, but I haven't gotten an allergy test from an actual doctor. I just so, went, I just went isn't it expensive as shit? It's very expensive, yeah. uh, which is annoying. And my problem uh, I'm finding is uh, breakfast is like without bread of some variety. I feel like mm -hmm. breakfast is just like this, this unknown land that it missed breakfast and missing burritos are like the two things that like I feel like kind of yeah. wounded my soul a little bit. Yeah, burritos are just kind of out of the question. It sucks. They just can't make the tortillas that big. And when they do, they just fall apart and then just get a bowl. There's no point. Uh, the, but it's not convenient to eat. 
they have um, spinach tortillas, which I've had in the past that I've used for stuff, which doesn't taste as good, but it's gluten free and they can make them the size of a burrito. Okay. Just give me one on a spinach one. That's fine. At least it's close enough to my, my beloved burrito that I miss so dearly. Yeah, I just heard a commercial on uh, Spotify because I'm cheap and don't pay for Spotify. And they were talking about these, um, I think it was called like Egg Life or something, but they're these wraps made out of egg. Oh, yeah, so those are gross. Like, are they gross? They, it, you know what? They they taste fine. I think I'm technically allergic to eggs, too, according to that that, that uh, allergy test, by the way. But um, uh, they taste fine, but it's just like the the kind of um, intellectual idea that like your wrap is made of egg. There's something really just slimy about it. It just feels wrong. Okay. Well, as someone that's been gluten free for like years, I, it doesn't bother me at all. But if, if I was allergic to eggs, it would bother me. What else are you allergic to? Well, it said I'm allergic to eggs, but like, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I think I want to go at some point, uh, to like a, an actual allergist, you know, like and get yeah. a, you know, full panel done or whatever. But I don't know who you see about eating allergies. Like most allergy people are like environmental. Are like, uh, yeah, environmental. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it might be a nutritionist. Yeah. Maybe I got to see a nutritionist because like I know that I know the gluten thing is true because I like. I found keeping weight off, not necessarily losing weight, but keeping weight off has been a lot easier. Like I can eat shittier, not shittier food, but I can eat larger portions and like the weights not coming on as quickly, which is like, oh, good. So like that's probably proof. But like I feel like the egg thing might be a false positive because eggs are in fucking everything. Yeah, they are. And for me, well, I the gluten thing happened a long time ago and then I found out I was pre-diabetes. So I was like, OK, all carbs are going now. And oh, really? I dropped weight super easily after I cut that out. So I'm, but I was also like before I went gluten free, I was eating like toast for breakfast and then like an English muffin with like a veggie burger for lunch, which is basically just gluten in a it was just a full gluten sandwich. Yeah. And I was just eating so much bread that. I'm surprised. I mean, if I had celiac, I'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not celiac because, like, man, did I eat a fuckload of bread. And I, like, want to get to the point and I, I, I need to, like, figure out how to do the experiment. And, oh, this is your show, so I'm, I can talk about this. Is I want to figure out exactly how much gluten I can eat before I, you know, basically before I shit myself. Right, exactly. Is the line I need. So because I have a friend that's always like, well, how much gluten's too much? And I was like, do you think I just sit here with tablespoons of flour? And I'm like, oh, that was too much. Like, well, it's going to take a long time and a lot of like days of me not going anywhere the next day because it usually happens to me within like a day where yeah. and it's not and it's a it's a shitting issue where it's like I don't get any warning. It's like I need to go now. Like it's yes. Evacuation time. So I'm I yeah, I think I need to like run some experiments at some point in the future because I I lived so long eating bread as as well did you that I yeah. feel like I'm not saying I'm going to go back to like scarfing down 12 inch hoagies, but <laughs> I feel like like, you know, every couple weeks or something having a sando probably I might be able to reintroduce because like fucking am is sandwiches and burritos. Yeah, it's the the convenience of sandwiches is gone. 
I'm used to it now. But then when I do have one, my when I go home to visit, my dad gets me special gluten free bread. Their their neighbor's celiac, so they like know the good stuff, and it oh, is okay. really good. But um, when I have a sandwich, I'm it's like a basic plain sandwich. It's not toasted or anything, and I'm just like this sandwich is amazing because yeah. I haven't had a sandwich in so long. I just also, the to- slices are always so fucking small. Yeah, they're tiny as fuck. Yeah. Uh. But that's my gluten section. Uh, I'm curious of how your experiment's going to go, so you'll have to come back and uh, yeah. a follow-up. And well, you have a new glu- podcast now, right? Oh, yeah, wait, let me finish the gluten thing. Because I, I'm assuming most of your gluten audience is probably... over. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of your audience is probably Portland area. But Groundbreaker Brewery is a oh, gluten-free yeah. brewery in my neighborhood, and they're dope, and they, like, serve food now, and the food the is super good. The food's good, too. Yeah, like, they yeah. had, like... Uh, Sopatillos? I, I don't know if that's the word. There were just corn things with stuff shoved in it, and it was friggin' delicious. And Sounds the beer good. tastes like actual beer, which yeah. just that's that was like a that was like an old friend returning. Have you had any gluten free beers that you didn't like? Uh, yeah, a few. Yeah, really, I have. I guess it took I didn't have beer for so long that when I finally had a gluten free beer, it just tasted like regular beer to me. But I I drink um, omission, even though that's not technically 100 percent. That's like super low gluten. Yeah. I heard uh, that Corona is like barely gluten, too, but I haven't. Tested. Yeah. A Corona. I think there's a lot of Mexican beer because I think it's like rice based or something. something yeah. Somebody was just telling me that it may have been you. <laughs> No, I, I, well, I don't really know. Someone told me that, and I was like, yeah. I'm not going to risk it because, you know, it's going to ruin my night if you're wrong. <laughs> um, All right, so I was talking over you. What, what were you asking? Oh, your new podcast. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, let's talk about that. That's very important. This is the, the most important <laughs> podcast I've ever uh, gone on, and I think everybody at home is going to be like, wow, Alex, you're so brave to do this. So yes. me and another 40-something-year-old man uh, started a podcast called WizBiz with Alex and Eric. Um, Wiz spelled without an H. Oh, is and, it about the wizard, the like Michael Jackson and the Wiz? No, though that might we might do that on Patreon. Uh, no, this is a show about uh, Adventure Time. The oh, children's not cartoon. cheese Wiz. Yeah. Uh, no, and wouldn't that be Wit? That's with Wiz. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm just mocking your garbage accent. <laughs> okay, Jersey. <laughs> Better than Philly. And that's and that's sort of that, that loathes New Jersey. <laughs> Still better than Philly. Accent wise. Better than okay. Um what is Adventure Time? So Adventure Time is a, a cartoon that was on uh it just ended its run last year, a few years ago. I don't know. The, the years just blur into each other. I'm old. But uh it's this guy Pendleton Ward created a show Adventure Time, and it's kind of like a it started off as like a it's a little kid and his magic dog friend, and it's like a D, like almost a Dungeons and Dragons kind of universe. But as the show progresses, it gets like really soulful and heartfelt, and like there's a lot of like interesting storylines that are like overlapping on each other. And it's they deal with like you know, like they have like real characters, and people have like you know mental health struggles, and they have like LGBTQIA people, Uh-oh. and it's like like an actual show full of represented people. And it's really funny and fun. But the thing that attracted us is uh, there's a through line of, there's a lot of weird, the kind of uh, occult magic, weird shit, which is stuff that I I'm really into or 
I've been really into over the years. And uh, my co-host Eric is uh, a ceremonial magician. He's like a super high up Mason. Like he's all sorts of magic guy. So every time we would hang out, we both like Adventure Time. We end up talking about magic and Adventure Time and occultism. So we just decided, hey, well, we just do a show about the thing that we talk about every time. Might as and, well. Yeah. So we're going through all of Adventure Time. Uh, to every every episode of ours, we cover two episodes of Adventure Time because they're like 15 minutes a piece. How uh, many episodes are oh, there's there? There's a lot. So I it mean, was on for years. It was on for, yeah, I think it had like seven seasons. And they're like 20-something episodes or... I think it was on Cartoon Network. Oh, so it's a cartoon. Yeah. I was going to ask that, but then you kept saying it was like real people, but it's not. Oh, wait, yeah. When I meant real people, it's just a, a lot of shows have, like, I guess I'm just trying to say, like, it has proper representation, even though, like, there's cart- there people made out of fucking candy and shit. But I mean, like, there's, like, the, the characters have full personality and, you know, like, the fact that they actually have, like, you know, uh, just it's just a good representation. It's one of those things Eric and I have talked about a lot. Then uh, you're you're in our age group. Of it's the kind of thing that I wish was on when I was a kid because I think I would have turned out as a better person. <laughs> you know. Oh like, yeah, you know <laughs> I I wish I would have like got into Harry Potter when I was the age that I could have gotten into it. Now I just feel like I missed the mark. Like it's, I'm just too old for it. Because, I mean, I loved, like, Labyrinth and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like when I was yeah. a kid, I would have really loved Harry Potter. And now I feel like I missed out and everyone else knows all the jokes. Yeah. Well, I read Harry Potter when I was, like, a full-ass adult. And I really enjoyed it. And I want to be very clear here. Well before uh, the author, uh, who we shall not speak her name, decided to be, like, a garbage fire of a person publicly. And then again and again be a garbage fire of a person. But uh, I love those books. They're, they're I don't great. think I, I think I missed that. Is that. Oh, J.K. Rowling is like a like a hardcore anti-trans person. Oh, she that's like, that person. Yeah, she like doesn't believe in trans rights and doesn't believe like trans people exist. She's like a like a like kind of uh, not kind of she's 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 like a big shithead about um, oh, wow like a whole group of people and it sucks because those books are so fucking inclusive and like I know so many uh, I guess accidentally <laughs> yeah. But I know so many trans people, like, not that I know a ton of trans people, but of my trans friends, a lot of them are into Harry Potter, like, before all this came out. It's like, because it's this Ouch. weird world that, like, people that don't really quite feel like they fit in. This, I know I'm not wording this correctly, but, like, it's there's a lot of, like, overlap between the trans experience and, like, the world of Hogwarts. And then yeah, because it turns out the creator is just a piece special. of shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that is bizarre. What a, it's I hate when that shit happens to stuff that I like. I mean, I don't care about Harry Potter, but like when it's something that I like, I'm always like, oh, that ruins it. I mean, Michael Jackson, it's really hard to listen to that and not think about him telling little boys to spread their butt cheeks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, the uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I didn't mean that for to be a pun. That and then I, as it sat there, I'm like, should I should I claim I meant that as a pun? Uh <laughs> No, I'm the same thing. The Harry Potter stuff, I can kind of get around because I think it's a little less, uh, there's less authors in the book than there are musicians in the song, if that makes sense. Yeah, like he's singing the song. She wrote the book and is kind of like removed because then the book is its own entity. Exactly. Yeah. Like you could say that book was written by, you know, uh, you know, Katie O'Sullivan wrote Harry Potter and it, nothing changes. But Michael Jackson, that's like this iconic 
thing and yeah, so it takes, I think about that with um with the Weinstein company because like again you know our age group like <laughs> Mir- no but Miramax films were like that's all of the 90s like all of the good movies in the 90s came through Miramax yeah and it's 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 hard to divorce him and his brother well I know more him being like a straight up fucking monster and all those wonderful films that came out of it so it's this kind of weird dance that you have to do yeah, they show that thing that's in the beginning, right? And it's just like, oh, yeah. or is it the end? I feel like it was in the beginning of movies where I'm like, oh, do I still want to watch this? Yeah. I mean, the good thing about the Miramax stuff is that he's in prison and doesn't make any money off of it anymore. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I honestly support them because I'm actually not even sure if he still makes – he might still make money off he of probably, it. I mean, it is a state probably. I don't know. I'm assuming that – it's probably the money goes back to the victims or whatever, because I think he was found like guilty and he's doing I know he's doing prison time. So. So back to your show <laughs> uh, from, from talking about monsters. Um, how do we find your show? Oh, it's on it's on like every podcast thing. Um, but with whizbizpodcast.com is the our landing site. W-I-Z-B-I-Z podcast dot com. Cool. I'm going to give okay. it a listen. Yeah. Whiz Biz with Alex and Eric. We're only, you know, we're Do only you have to watch eat. the show to understand the. No, I think you'd probably. I mean, there's there's probably some stuff you're going to zone out on, though, when we get a little like kind of episode heavy. But like we do segments that have nothing to do with it. Like so I have a running segment on the show that um, I'm calling like, hey, look at the shiny rock I found, which is <laughs> uh, me talking about neat words I've run into and just telling you about like interesting vocabulary I found. Um, we've been like doing like little like show and tells like Eric brings a deck of tarot that he's, you know, interested in and talking about that. We've, you know, we're just random fun shit. Are they then, different? I thought they were all the same. What's that? Tarot cards. Oh, no, I have. Uh, no, I mean, like, obviously, they're not all the same art, but aren't they all the same? Uh, no, uh, no? There's, a, there's a few differences. So the the. The main one, uh, like the one that when people think of like tarot cards is the Rider Waite Smith deck. Uh, that's the one that like if you picture, you know, like the bog standard tarot deck, which I mean, pop culture wise, that's what it is. OK. Uh, and then there's um, the uh, the Thoth deck, the Aleister Crowley deck, and that changes up some of the card order in like the major arcana, like the, you know, the death and the high priestess like the fancy cards mm-hmm. changes the order around a little bit uh and then there's the tarot de marseille which i think also has some differences i don't really know and then some have very similar to rider weight smith but instead of like some have like pentacles some have coins others have other things you know it's it's um <laughs> slightly different but yeah there's they're all very similar to each other but there are some differences but a lot of it is um mostly aesthetic okay um, something else that we talked about, I wrote a list. Um, oh, wonderful. So I'm, I don't know if you will agree with any of these things, but we were talking about anxiety. One of yes. our favorite topics. Um, I have it. You have it. I feel like the whole world has it. Just not everyone admits it. I had anxieties about things before the pandemic that I don't have anymore. And now I have some new ones because of the pandemic, which you said earlier, I don't want to get a haircut during the pandemic. The pandemic is over for like everyone else. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) the main thing that's stopping me 
is I haven't had COVID yet, as far yeah. as I know, because apparently you can be asymptomatic and have gotten it. Um, and like, I would just, especially if I got super sick from it, I would be so fucking annoyed if I got like put in a hospital because I wanted a haircut. That's just, that's, <laughs> I that would be feel upsetting. the same exact way where I'm like, is it worth it that I'm going to get super sick just because I didn't feel like wearing a mask at the grocery store this one time after yeah. I just spent so many years being so careful, even though that's how that I didn't get it at the grocery store. I got it at a, at a show. But um, my coworker, one of my coworkers right now has it for a second time and she's in her, she had to go to urgent care today. I was just like, shit, and she's vaccinated. And everything i just assumed that the second time would be like not as bad i don't know i i, I really don't i'm not qualified to say that it's interesting that vaccinated she said i'll to go to urgent care because that's the thing that i've heard that if you're vaccinated the chances of you getting a serious case go down like a significant amount right i'm getting that new the new booster next week <laughs> Yeah, I want to get it soon. I'm dealing with some other hell shit that we, you know, we won't go into on air. But uh, I want to get that kind of sorted first because, like, I got enough shit on my plate. Like, yeah. the last I got the booster, um, you know, oh, you get the two get shots sick? and the booster. So I got the first one, and I had like a really bad reaction to it. Like uh -oh. it was all feverish, and it was like nasty. And I'm like, man, my head is not in a place, and my health is not in a place where no. I can't deal with a night of feeling feverish. Like that's just fuck that. They should have put that in your. What are you allergic to? on your arm thing <laughs> put the oh, COVID yeah. shot in one of them um just to see no but maybe there's eggs in it they do say are they do ask if you're allergic to a lot of weird stuff before you get it i well, wonder the thing that was weird about it for me is that i got the first two you know the first two like the actual vaccines yeah and then the booster the first two i didn't feel anything i just got the shots and it was fine yeah it was only the booster that kicked my ass so and they were uh, all I don't know. the same yeah Somebody was saying, and again, this is total hearsay, is that if you get a booster after you've had COVID, you can have that kind of reaction. So that's what that's why I've kind of in the back of my head of like maybe I had like an asymptomatic case and that's why it fucking knocked me on my butt. Someone's yeah, some I heard that too, but I also know people that had it and got it and didn't have that situation. But yeah. I also heard that like they're all the same. Like the booster, the shot, it's all the same dose. There's like no difference. I, yeah, it's, it, I, that probably is something along those lines, except for this new one that's... Uh, well, the new one's the whatever. <clears throat> yes, what targeted to Omicron or whatever the hell the new guy is. I, I don't remember what the word is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but when I was getting the second booster... No, I never got the second booster. When I was getting the first booster, I was like at Walgreens. I didn't have to drive to the airport, so I was very excited about that because I was scared at the airport drive through thing that I was going to have reaction of in my car. Like driving. Oh, yeah, home. totally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I got the the booster at Walgreens and I kept clarifying, like, because you fill out all the stuff and then they come in. And I was just like, I just want to make sure that I'm getting the right thing. Like, this is the booster. I already had the first two. And he was like, they're all the exact same thing. And I was like, oh. oh. But I don't know if he, like, really knew that. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> I might as yeah. well be in just conspir conspiracies. Yeah, fair enough. I got mine at a LaCare pharmacy in Hollywood. Oh, District. yeah. And like, that's like the best pharmacy ever. Like I would, if it wasn't like a million feet from my house, I would totally like just go there for everything. Cause they were like efficient and nice. And yeah, that uh, big fan. I'm going to uh Safeway, which is yeah. very close to your place. <laughs> I'm going to Safeway. That's where I got my flu shot before. It should be pretty easy. And I think I get a discount on groceries. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get our boosters and it's going to be great. And since both of us are anxiety monsters, 
what, like, does it ever end for us? Or like, are we just like, because we're <laughs> no. conscientious, is it just like, are we, is this forever now? I keep having this conversation. Cause I was like, I guess I have to start um, doing stuff again, but like, if it's not enjoyable anymore, I don't really want to fucking do it. So yeah. like shows are pretty much out of the question now since I got it from going to a show. So I don't want to be inside being inside with people. It's not something I want to do. Even when it's like friends houses, I want to walk through with a mask on. Like I just yeah. it's it doesn't seem worth getting deathly sick. <laughs> so I've lowered my kind of bar so for the first couple you know like the first like year and whatever like i didn't i did nothing like i just i was so fucking strict and like the last i don't know six months or so maybe even a little bit longer than that uh i've been kind of allowing myself like i'll go to the standard the bar that we you know we both know Mm -hmm. and as long as it's not super busy i'm kind of all right with sitting at the bar and just having a drink you know hanging out for a while talking to the talking to the staff um but that's about as far as I go. And like um, last night I went bowling for the first time uh, with a friend of mine. And that felt kind of okay because we were there was only two other people near us. And like it seemed like oh, there was enough bad. air and like some kind of like loosening up a little bit, but not enough. Like I picked up Thai food today for lunch and like I wore a mask just to walk in. Like, uh, yeah. Well, it's just like, do I need to get it from just picking up food? Like I feel yeah. like for me, bowling, it's kind of worth it. Going to going to buy food, the grocery store, not really worth it. Um, I'm thinking I kind of want to go to a movie. I've been to movies and that was weird um, because I went on a date and we went to like the um, the fancy theater on Powell. That's like a living room kind of theater. But it's like you have like steak and like really expensive scotch. It was like it was yeah, it was way too pricey. But um I was there and we went maskless the whole time. There's only other, there were like four other people in the theater with us because it's like real small, but still it felt really fucking weird. I think my problem is that like it's way more before it happens. Once I'm there and there's not that many because everyone keeps telling me like, oh, yeah, I went. There's barely any people. I don't fucking know that when I buy the ticket. And I feel like yeah. the one time I go is going to be like a person in every seat and I'm just going to be not watching the movie and just like looking at these people. And so I'm going to start coughing. And I'm going to be like, Oh, what the fuck? Um, so I for movies, someone started coughing uncontrollably and I was just like, I'm glad I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. Uh, for movies, what I've been doing, I've not that I've gone to a ton of them, but, uh, I go only go to like the big multiplex ones that you can choose your seat. Cause then you can see how many people are going to show oh, up and I think call. everybody does that. So it's not like you're going to get a ton of walk-ins so you can kind of position yourself to feel a little safe. Yeah. And the last time I went to like a blockbuster, you kind of, I went to, um, I think I was at the one by Lloyd center. Like I, I went in wearing a mask and then I took it off to like have some snacks and like drink a soda. And I kind of, there wasn't enough people in there to really worry, but like, I probably would have just wasted like, just been like, nope, not eating my snacks and not drinking my soda. If there was too many people, you know, just kind of, yeah, whatever. I could, I can waste 15 bucks to feel safe. Well, I've flown, which you haven't. And, um, no, you that know, sounds terrible. I wear a mask. I did, actually just bought, I just bought tickets. I'm going to go to Hawaii. Um, oh, cool. Cause fuck it. I've been wanting to go for so long. And if anything, this like pandemic has taught me cause 2020 was my year that I wanted to travel. And I have my passport and everything. And then like that shit happened. And now it's been a couple of years and I'm like, what am I going to wait till I'm fucking 50 to start? Not the 50s that old people, but like 
I need to do this now if I want to start yeah. traveling places like so. But yeah, it's so annoying on the plane because everyone not no one wears masks now, but um when everyone was wearing a mask, it was like, okay, now here's all your snacks and everyone takes off their masks. And I'm like, this seems extremely stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I was reading that, not- uh, like the, so I was, I almost had to fly back East for a thing and yada, yada, it doesn't matter. But I was looking into the safety of flights and like, they were saying like with the air filtration on a flight, unless you're sitting like the way that they have like epidemiology studies of like planes and people getting sick unless you're sitting like within a row of someone that's shedding you're Mm -hmm. you're not going to get sick on the flight it's not they they, like the air purifiers are pretty good so like you know it's that's while you're in the air though when you're down it's not doing that it's not circulating when you're on the ground and that's when everyone gets up and stands in that fucking line and smushes in but um yeah when it's in the air the air filtration it's not as dangerous as it feels yeah, which you know, I maybe just wear a mask until the <laughs> until the plane takes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wearing a mask isn't that big of a deal to me, but um, I just my anxiety comes out with uh, one of the ways it presents is feeling like I can't breathe, which is like super common for anxious people. Yeah. So wearing a mask for long periods of time, as much as I'm pro mask, it fucks me up pretty bad. Yeah, like, it does for me too. Um, that actually is on my list. Um. So I had grocery store anxiety before all of this. Um, Now it's even worse. And I did have a panic attack with my mask on in line um, because I missed the line dots. Now that they don't have the line dots, I'm in there. Someone was in front of me. Someone was behind me. And I was just trapped in that little area. And I was like, just breathe. Like, this isn't going to last forever. And then you can as soon as like the person moved, I like stepped out and was like, God, like it really sucked. And I was like, don't pass out in line. Um, But I miss the line dots. I don't know why we can't keep them. I don't like people being like right breathing down my neck. I'm there. Yeah, I I totally I know that feeling super well. Uh, You know, I'm always masked up at at the grocery store, so it doesn't like freak me out as bad. But still, it's like, dude, we had like a solid year and a half where everybody like understood six feet was an appropriate distance to, t- to stand there's no reason to be a foot and a half away from me right now this is this is excessive that's another thing and anxiety that i now have like i was never a big touchy hugging person but now i'm just like why do we have to all rub each other's bodies on each other why do we yeah. have to do it why can't i just say bye and not have to touch anyone we have monkey pox we have everything now like covid i'm sure there's another one that's around like is it that important that we all touch each other? I'm not getting any, what is it, dopamine or is it serotonin? That you get uh, probably both. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say dopamine. That sounds good. I think it is dopamine. Well, I'm not mm. getting any of that from a hug. They're just stealing it from me. So um, that is an anxiety that I now have being inside with other people as well that I now have and having to cough or when I have a sore throat. But like my allergies have been really bad. Or And I guess I don't think about coughing like I used to. Yeah. <laughs> and now I, like you get a tickle and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to have to start coughing. 
I had such a bad, uh, I had like a pretty bad panic, not full panic attack, but like I had a pretty bad moment last night. I got back from bowling and like I had gone disc golfing over the weekend with the smoky air and whatever, and the air's still not great in Portland right yeah. now. And I got, I got back to my place and like my chest felt weird. Uh, and like, I, I had like a bit of a dry cough. I'm like, oh God, it finally happened. I'm like, <laughs> a f- fucking, and I had like full panic attack. And then of course everything goes, I keep saying full panic attack. I, I don't mean that. Um. I've, I've, it's one of those deals where well, like panic think, mode is kind of what you mean. Yeah. Panic mode is probably better. It's just, I think if you're casual around the term panic attack, when one actually happens, something like, like crying wolf, it's like, yeah, I want to make, make sure what people say, like when I tell someone I had a panic, I mean like, this is like a, a traumatizing event. This isn't like some, you know, yeah. something. Yeah. But yeah, I last night I was like, eyesight. <laughs> yeah. Last night I was freaking the fuck out about it. And yeah, that was, it was like, Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I keep doing that. So I, this sounds so stupid, but there was like some kind of supply chain issue with skin so soft, which is what I wear to not get bug bites because bugs love me. And so I was running low. So I was kind of rationing it out and I started getting some bug bites. But every single time I get one, I'm like, oh my God, I have monkey pox. Oh yeah. <laughs> like every single time. Well, monkey but- pox is really hard to get unless you're. I mean, you have to be like really up close with someone or like sharing their bed, fucking them like, you know, like it's got to be close contact. You're not going to get it from casually, you know, casually having someone. sex with people. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're I mean, I, I maybe you're having casual sex with people. I don't know. I'm not, you know, no. I'm not you. But like <laughs> during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing. I was like kind of assuming you weren't. So like you're really not. Uh, uh, you, no, you, you don't have much to worry about that else one. is doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, everyone's touching each other. I don't know. It just seems too risky. Um, but I also have the thing where, like, I'll wake up with a little bit of a sore throat and then I'm thinking about all the things I did the day before. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I got it again. And it's always like right before. So I'm planning trips to, like, keep my sanity. And before trips, I like to be, like, extra careful because I don't want to waste that money that I just spent when I'm, like, by getting COVID and not being able to go. So it always happens, like, extra right before where I'm like, oh, no, my throat hurts. This is what happened last time. But last time my throat hurt, but what happened was I couldn't stop clearing my throat. So I'm giving you a new anxiety now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was just, like, I kept feeling like I had to clear my throat. It was really annoying. Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. Um, the one here's a new anxiety I've developed. All right. Um, so it's not, I I've had it over the years, but it showed back up really bad this time. Like I've gotten OCD, like not in the casual way, like actual proper OCD. Um, I think just all the other, other anxieties cool. kind of happening at the same time, like whatever protective measures I had built. So like I'm doing the thing like at work, uh, like if I go to the bathroom or work, I have to check the check the lock like three times like it is i was like i'll look at it i'll be like alex it's locked take like two feet away walking towards where the urinal is like turn back around nope gotta make sure and there's the, like there's no danger it's not like some somebody's gonna walk in and like laugh at my dick it's just like <laughs> but uh, yeah it's like full developed ocd like leaving my house and be like hey, i'm pretty sure i didn't lock my door or the thing i've got now is i like beep the thing to tell that my car is locked at least two or three times every time 
I don't have a beep thing because my car's so old, but I've literally broke the handle for me checking if it's locked, even though I yes. can see the fucking thing is locked. But I so my car locks, I check OCD all the time. But now that I don't go anywhere, I don't check them as much. Um, but my stove, I'm always worried that my stove's on. And yeah, same. <laughs> my locks before I go to bed, I check multiple times. But when I leave now, it's like, oh, I'm for real leaving and I have to like check multiple times. And then I still sometimes start walking and be like, I'm going to go check one more time, even though I just fucking did it. Yeah, so I do that with the main door to my apartment is, yeah, I check that like multiple times and I don't know why. I think I've forgotten to lock my door once in the like 10 years I've lived here. And yet every night Same. I check it once or twice. <laughs> no, I've forgotten to, to lock it like maybe once or twice. And that was a time I never even fucking thought about it. Like, I never even assumed yeah. I didn't because I didn't even check. So let me give you, like, the anxiety of my car. Uh, it, it's the worst design ever. So there's a little – maybe this is, like, universal new cars. I've only had, like, one modern car. Is if you have your key on you, it's like a key fob. There's mm -hmm. a little button on the handle that you can hold down, and it'll sense that you have the keys and unlock your door. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, right? Because it malfunctions. <laughs> we, well, I think the idea is that if you leave your keys in the car, you can't lock your keys in the car because, like, oh. they're within distance. And that's smart. However, there's, like, no way to tell if your door is actually locked. You know, oh. because you can just you push that little button. I mean, unless I have, like, somebody. No, I mean, you can push the thing and it goes, doot, doot. But okay. theoretically, I could still push that little button on the door and, and open it from the outside. Because you're so close. Yeah. So unless I, like, throw my keys somewhere and like, test it out. And, yeah, it's not it's not well designed for people with OCD. Yeah, I don't want that because that would scare me. Like, if I'm – if someone follows me – I know this is, like, probably not something that happens that often. But someone follows me from the grocery store, and as I get close to my car, it's unlocked. So they just get in it and take off. Oh, yeah. I guess they can't start it, but some of those cars just have like a button. Yeah, my car just has a button. I, I don't know. I think maybe it turns off the keys not in it or something. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't really know the the, the safety features. I just, you know, but they I could just, just shove me in the trunk with the key and then just go. It's giving you more things to be anxious about. <laughs> I mean. I, you know, I, I think it's important to be aware of your privilege. And one of the privileges that I do very much enjoy and is I, I'm large. So I don't really have to worry Not about since that. Since you stopped eating that gluten, just kidding. Yeah. No, no, I've lost a shitload of weight, but that's because I'm also, you know, dealing with hell shit. But like, um, uh, that's the, like a nice thing. And I, and I recognize that. And I try to be like aware of it that from the outside, I'm like six foot, six foot one, well over 200 pounds. Like I, you, you you wouldn't go, oh, that's the person that I'm going to try to shove in a trunk. <laughs> Little do they know. That's true. That, like, that's totally, I'm the type of person you probably want to shove in a trunk. I'm, I'm a bit docile, but like, you know, <laughs> visually. So, you know, I try to be aware of that, especially like walking behind someone at night. Be like, Alex, remember, you look like a monster. You can cross the street and yet you can yeah. let the young lady walk uh, on a, you know. That's another thing that I really liked that when people would see someone and cross the street. I wish that would stay. I loved that. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I that is anxiety um, that I had before that I don't have is like I never worry about running into somebody that I don't know somewhere and having to like or not that I don't know that I know or like kind of know and have to talk to them when I don't feel like talking to anybody like at the grocery store or something. Because yeah. when I'm wearing a mask, no one recognizes me, especially when huh? I had brown hair. It was huh. awesome. 
I would think the giant glasses would give it away. These aren't my giant. I actually couldn't find my giant glasses today, which is shocking. But no, well, sometimes I wear contacts because I'm wearing my mask. Oh, yeah. And like no one, no one, I get to decide if I want to say hi or not. Maybe people think I'm being a bitch, but that's fine too. Um, I used to have a bit, a lot of anxiety about phones and um, like virtual chats. And now that I have to do it so much for work and stuff that I literally don't, I'd rather do it than me in person a lot of times. I, I'm somewhere around there. Like I'd, I'd rather talk to someone in person, but I've lost a lot of my uncomfortability being on like, like I just called you for this zoom call and left my camera on. I, that was never my thing. Like I hated being on camera. I hated pictures being taken of me, but the pandemic that's one of the few positive things I took away from it is that doing so much of the podcasts on zoom, you kind of, I don't know. I just kind of got used to it. Yeah, that's what happened with me and and just doing virtual chats and virtual trivia and stuff with other people. I just got so used to doing it that now I have to do it for work. I mean, it sucks that I have to go to all these fucking meetings that I never would have had gone to in person. But um, like now that I'm available, I can go to any meeting with any client. But it it's it's a lot less nerve wracking than it used to be for me. Yeah. And I used to constantly um, my commute was a big stress for me because it was shitty um and i used to always think i was gonna get an accident in that tunnel like every day i don't know why the tunnel specifically but what, it would be tunnel? shitty going to beaverton oh i forgot you're out in beaverton yeah, yeah 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 so i used to constantly worry about that and it really i didn't realize how much it bothered me my commute i mean i knew i hated it but until i didn't have to do it i was just like wow i don't hate driving as much as i thought i did oh yeah I did the thing like I love the work from home. I'm glad that other people are doing it. But like I mean, it's not that I even like friends with people in my office, but I live such a solitary life that I think it'd be like a little unhealthy for me if I also worked alone. Like I think I need to like be forced to be around people at least a little bit or I'm or I'm going to go full fucking nutty. I was thinking that a little bit, too, where I was thinking it might be better for my mental health if I did have like a few days in an office with people. But um, I don't know. And I don't want to, like, have to do that (laughs) because like in the winter when like you can just like get up and sit down and start working and you don't have to like put clothes on. And I don't know, it's just so much easier. So I don't know. I I feel the same way though. I'm like forcing myself to interact with people because I'll go all week and not talk to anyone. And then by Friday, I'm like, I feel awful. Like I actually need to talk to people. Yeah. It's that waking up, getting out of bed, you know, going to your computer, working all day. And then like, you know, just going back into the, Back to bed, basically. Like, there's just, I don't know, there's something, like, um, dystopian about that. I don't know. That's, like, somewhat depressing to me. Not saying, like, I'm I'm not saying other people should feel that way. Like, just. No, no, no. I feel that way. Like, last winter, I was like, this is awful. And I was like, this is my commute from this chair to this chair. Now I'm going to sit and watch TV. Like. Yeah. Stare at a computer. Now I'm going to go stare at another screen. Um, The winter time is really hard for me. Uh, We'll see. That's kind of all I have. Yeah, at least you have a you have a dog, though, which is good because that like forces you out of the house. It does. But I'm starting to realize I need to like actually walk her when there's other people around. So I interact because um, she forces me to interact because people always want to talk about her or talk to her. And I'm yeah, but like they want to ask questions and stuff. And 
yeah, when I go places without a dog, no one usually talks to me. But if I bring the dog, then everyone wants to be my friend. So it's nice sometimes. Yeah, if you need that human interaction, which, you know, it's like it's kind of necessary for health, you know, human health. I didn't realize it until the pandemic just because I was forced to be around people eight hours a day. So yeah, coming home after work and not going anywhere, I never really thought about it. And I never I didn't think it really affected me. But, yeah, going days on end without talking to people. I realized I was like, I need to go places. But now that I'm home all day, going places after work isn't like such a like, oh, it used to be a chore. Yeah. I'm uh, the other thing that I'm realizing. And this kind of goes with anxiety is like I'm having like such like middle agedness for me right now. And like a lot of that is coming with like feeling lonely. Like, you know, we don't neither of us have kids or anything. So like there's. Like that kind of free floating, like, I don't know. I just like, I, it makes me want to reach out to people more, you know, like see friends and like, I don't know, you know, like establish that kind of late life trend or whatever, not late life, but middle age, you know, whatever that's going to be. Yeah, no, I feel like I might have be having like a little bit of a midlife crisis because <laughs> I'm just like, I need to travel now. I need to do this stuff now. And yeah. I mean, I probably don't need to do it now, but I just... Um, feel like I've been putting a lot of stuff off and I don't want to do that anymore. Um, and you don't want to have kids anymore? No, I still like it would be cool. Like I'm not I, I, I like the idea of being a father, but I'm having zero luck finding someone to date, which, by the way, hey, any Portland, you know, single ladies you know, hit me up. Um I, you know, I'm, I'm nice and I'm looking for a relationship and like the idea of having kids. I'm supposed to be what you're looking for. Um, but I'm just having like shit luck finding like a partner. So, you know, I'm kind of the narrative running in my head is like, you know, this is this is probably what the rest of my life's going to look like. So let's try to fix that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just kids. I mean, even if I wanted one, I can't afford a kid. I can barely afford a dog. Kids are fucking expensive as shit. Well, yeah, that'd be part of the, uh, you know, cohabitating also makes things a little less expensive. Yeah, yeah but things are real expensive now. I don't know. Kids oh, are totally, like, yeah, it would be. It kids would be are a, like a rich people thing. Yeah, it would be a, a bit of a, you know, a stretch. But I mean, it's not, you know, it's not going to like it's not a make or break thing for me. It just I think it'd be nice. I, I think um for me, it's like I've learned a lot of lessons about like the way I was raised, like kind of toxic masculinity and like how to be like, I think I could do, and this isn't shitting on my parents, but I think I could do like such a fucking better job raising a kid with like the lessons I've learned. Right. And I mean, no one's blaming them. That was the way everyone did it. Like we all yeah. got spanked. We all like, we all got the, I mean, I got the toxic male stuff and I'm a girl, but I was yeah. supposed to be a boy, but like I, uh, no one really knew any better. I feel like, or tried to oh, see totally. Yeah. Way. So, but like going back to, so going back to uh, Adventure Time, you know, WizBiz podcast with Alex and Eric, um, saying like, that's a show I would have liked to watch when I was a kid. I would have taught like better lessons than when I watched. That's kind of how I feel. It's like, I, I think I've been aware enough to know like where the things went wrong when I was young and like being aware enough of like the world changing and like the kind of the direction we're moving with like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, social justice culture and whatever. Then I feel like I'd be like a pretty rad dad and it's. It's not like, you know, it's not going to kill me that, uh, you know, if the opportunity doesn't come. But I'm like, I think I have a lot to offer. So if there's a, you know, if the opportunity arises of like, you know, a partner that's got a decent enough career that we could afford to have a kid. Fuck yeah. We're at that age where a lot of girls are running, like feeling that 
now is the time. I don't have one of those clocks, thank God. But um, maybe, what about, have you ever dated someone with a kid? Yeah, yeah. Are you, like, opposed to that? No, no, absolutely not. My, like, my dream thing, like, I'm on Bumble. My, my, my almost immediate swipe right, if it's, like, you know, somebody that looks healthy enough, you know, looks like a person, which is not, <laughs> not, always, not always guaranteed. Most of them but, um, are people. Um, the, you know, but sometimes there, there are some people that are just, just they they look like they are giving up already, you know. <laughs> um, but if I see uh, has kids and wants more, that's like immediately a swipe right to me because that sounds like it's somebody that knows what they're doing. They already have the motherly instinct. They know they like it and want another one. Like that's like, no, I think that's like attractive to me. Do you, so um, are you looking someone to be motherly to you? No, no, no. I just mean. My my dream scenario is, you know, meeting meeting a lady that's, you know, age appropriate. It's got, I don't know, one kid looking to have another. We get along and, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope it. it works out. I don't I don't that, know anyone. <laughs> I have a whole I've surrounded myself with childless people. Yeah. Um, it's one of those deals where uh, that's why I always hope like the, you know, the secret or one of those things is right. It's like putting it out there in the universe, because like I think there's a lot of people out there that are probably in a situation like mine where it just kind of feels like it's harder, you know, it's just too hard to like press on. Mm. And, you know, all you need to do is to, you know, just get like a bit of luck. So, you know, Hey, yeah. any, any TM, 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 digital listeners out there, <laughs> what the hell's the name of your TMIT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, anyone out there, I will give you Alex's contact information. Um, he's a good guy. Looking yeah. for a baby. That's that's could be yours. This could be both of yours. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a monogamous guy, which also ruins a lot of. Would things you be for... a single dad? No, I can. I mean, if I was, if the situation arose, I'm like, I wouldn't like give the kid up. But like, no, that's... I mean, like you could adopt. No, I don't have that kind of money. What about being a big brother? No, that is something that is running. That is like a long term. If at some point I go, I'm not gonna. You know, I kind of give up on the idea of ever having a kid. That that's something I'd totally be into. Yeah, I thought about doing that, um, the big sister thing, but um, I hate children, so <laughs> I, it would have been a special case. Yeah, my um, my brother did that, uh, and he, he found it very rewarding. And I think it's I think it's pretty cool. But oh, that is yeah, I think it's a great thing to do. But I had I had a sister, and I didn't want another one. So you had siblings too. I can't. I don't know what it would be like to grow up without siblings. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I just who 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 beats you up? You know? I know that's hard. Yeah. It's like who terrorizes you and punishes yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it, I don't really see the draw, but I don't know. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up. I will see yeah. you next Tuesday. Bye.